Hello, Lammy. G'day, mate. How's it fucking going? Good. <laughs> We're fucking back. <laughs> so many swear words so early on. So early. Within the first 10 seconds of the podcast, swearing. It's just who we are. It really is. I really like it when um, <laughs> people tell me that their kids swear yeah. from listening to the podcast in the car. But they should know by now. Yeah, you should know better. They should. Or not. Whatever. Yeah. I had a... Um, one of my PT clients this morning ask a song came on um, and she was like, oh, do any of the moms know about the music in this place with their children? And I was like, oh, I don't think so, but it's who we are. It's who we are as people. It's who we are as a gym. No, you can't, you can't lie to people and put on lovely music when they first start to show them that they're comfortable here. Like you just mm-hmm. got to be, this is who we are mm-hmm. and you either follow suit mm. Or you don't and you get out. Mm-hmm. I you know? agree. I agree. But I also feel like if you're offended by music, this is probably not the place for you. Yeah. You know, if you're offended by swearing in music. Yeah. And a don't little you bit reckon? of like women degrading in music. <laughs> it's just so it goes, opposite to our message. Yeah, goes against <laughs> But everything. the music is so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, we've talked about it before. We, we like the music because it's like. Um, it's like the women taking back their power when they can sing yes. about it, when they can sing about their sexuality yeah. and yeah, I think that's very cool. Yeah. It's Get like, it girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we're back. It's been a couple of weeks. Yes. We've had some time off. Yes. In that time off, we've had a couple of messages from people outside the gym that we get them every now and then that uh, message us that listen to the podcast, which I think is really, really cool. So thank you to the people cool. that message us and let us know that. I'm still a little bit convinced it's just our mums that listen to <laughs> it and a couple of members. <laughs> I don't think my mum listens. No, I don't does, think mine does either. Does yours? No. I don't even know. I'm going to ask Donna. Donna, if you're listening to this. Message us. Send me a message <laughs> and let me know. Oh, dear. And, um, yeah, I think it's really cool um, because we were talking about recently there are not a lot of um, women in this kind of space, podcasting, YouTubing, all that sort of stuff mm, for, the, for the CrossFit. For CrossFit, yeah. yeah. For CrossFit, which, which sucks. Why do you think that is? I have no idea. I feel like – I don't know, but I feel like the world is way crueler to women. Like I feel like if women put themselves out there, it's like, ew, look how fat she is or look what she looks like or she's so ugly. Like I just feel like – their work doesn't get looked at the way they look gets looked at. And I feel like that is shit. Maybe that's not the reason, but I don't know. So you, do you think it's more, yeah, yep, maybe like a bit of a confidence thing. Yeah. And we've talked before about, I don't know if you told me about this or I saw it somewhere. Um, it was like some kind of study done on, um, I was telling a client about it this morning actually, Um what was it? It was like a like a job. It was like a type of job, mm. and they advertised all of the roles and responsibilities, qualifications, experience level, and all of the women that they. I don't know how they did it, but all the women, even if they were well suited for the job, put pegged themselves as underqualified, mm. and all of the men, even if they were underqualified, pegged themselves as well suited. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe. 
it's like maybe genetically men are just more confident yeah. in their ability even if they don't have the ability yeah yeah i think that works <laughs> with what i was i told you this morning i saw this thing come up on um somewhere instagram that they did a study in the u.s and men third no sorry half of men said that they could save a plane if it was crashing so if there was going to be an emergency landing situation 50 percent of men studied said that they would no worries be able to land the plane <laughs> in an emergency and women did not have the same response i thought that was fucking hilarious you would not be able to land a plane i'm sorry I asked my male client that this morning. Oh, I was like, do you reckon you'd be able to... I was like, you know, like a passenger jet. Yeah. Like, do you think you... Like a Boeing was, 747. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you'd be able to land it if yeah. it was crashed? He was like, no. And I was like, oh, you're in the other 50%. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, if girls out there are on Tinder, I feel like you should use that as your first red flag screen, that question. Yeah. And yeah, that's how you say yes or no to them. Very interesting. Mm. Very, very interesting. But we've had some time off. How was your time off? Uh, I didn't really have any time off. Yes, you did. You went to Brizzy. Oh, yeah, for two nights, three nights. Three, yeah. <laughs> That's some time off. A little <laughs> bit of weekend. time off yeah, for, it was over good. Christmas. It was good. It was a nice little break. And There's too many children there, but apart from that, it was good. People take children to the car lot? Mm-hmm. Do they really? Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not a child. Mm-mm. Is there two separate pools? Nope. Oh, they should have two mm, separate pools. They shouldn't take their children. Yeah. I feel... Mm. I wouldn't. Mm. It's too expensive to take children. Yes. They'll break something. Yes. They, I don't think they care. Yeah. So you're like, can you fuck off? <laughs> I mean, I like kids, but... Not on holidays. Not in that kind of Not when you're trying to relax yes. and have... You spent most of your time by the pool, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Just Christmas Day, yes. The rest was rainy, but it was good. Yeah. Mm. Was it raining? Mm. Mm. I don't remember. It's too long ago. Um, and then... We just got back to our normal class timetable this week. So we had yes. a reduced class timetable. Um, so everyone was teaching a little bit less than normal. Yeah. Which would have been lovely. Nice little break. Um, but the classes were still very full. Yeah, which is cool. Mm. Like people were still training. I have to go back and look at the numbers, but I feel like there wasn't that much less people here. Overall. Overall. Like yeah. per day. Yeah. Yeah. Because the classes were... Big. Over 20. Mm. Most classes. That's hey. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. So back into our normal roster this week and everyone is flying off to <laughs> a new year, new me, which is what we're kind of going to talk about a little bit today, isn't it? Yes. We, with the new year, it's like just always a time of year where I feel like we do the same fucking podcast every year as well, <laughs> where the fitness and health and fitness industry starts selling a lot of things to make you a better person. Or to get you that summer body you've always wanted. Um, but we're here to tell you to stop worrying about the one percenters. Hmm. Well, that just cut the podcast short, didn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all it. we got to tell that's you. That's all we got for you. Have a great day. No. Um, I think this, yeah, this time of year is exactly what you said, where they capitalize on your insecurities, <laughs> your um, lack of ability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they try to capitalize on um your comfort like lack of confidence and then they put that together in a lovely package which is a six weeks six week transformation challenge um and a uh what's it called a personalized diet plan um and unlimited training Mm. and then 
you will achieve all of your hopes and dreams in that six weeks. Yes, good luck yeah. to you. Unfortunately, we know, as we know, it doesn't work like that. No. It has to be a sustainable lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. Which is boring. <laughs> it's boring. There's no it end. No, there's no end to it. If you want it to work, there is no end date. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a few ways that we, or a few things that we think you need to focus on more than others. Mm-hmm. And then we'll tell you what shit at the end, not shit. <laughs> That's less important. So we believe if you want results, you should be crossfitting five to six times per week. Mm. Which I think is a lot more than what a lot of people do. But it's the way CrossFit was designed initially, five to six days per week. And it's not doable for everyone at every point in their life. I understand that. But if if it is, I think it's what you should be aiming for. Hmm. And I think a lot of people go, okay, so for me to lose weight, I have to train five to six days a week. And I like um, James Smith always talks about it. He's like, stop fucking exercising to lose weight. Like, mm-hmm. stop training to lose weight. Because the amount of, if you want to talk calories, the amount of calories burnt when you're exercising is nothing in comparison to how many calories you burn just in your day-to-day life. Yes. Um, so that's not necessarily the reason um, that you should be training five to six days a week. Not just, Don't just think that's going to help me lose weight. But it's all the other stuff that it helps with, including... You, when you train, you feel better. You want to, you want to eat better. You, um, yeah, like your mindset is better. You are around good people. There's all, it's all the other. It's not just obviously it's going to help you lose weight and mm. get healthy and all those things, but it's all the other stuff that comes at a benefit from it. Yeah, and I think it just cements, like you said, cements that kind of habit in your life like this is the kind of person you are now the kind of person that will train five to six days per week because it's just what you do yeah and I think that's so powerful when you're looking for that long-term change um and that's one of the things like with nutrition clients for example if someone's struggling like that's one of the first things that I'll look at is like how many more times can we get you here Mm. per week because I find a lot of people are like two times is enough yeah three times is enough like enough for what And I feel like I saw this really cool quote the other day, which I'm definitely going to butcher, but it was something along the lines of society has become this thing where people who train every day are obsessed. Like that should be the standard. Like ever, you should be exercising every day. That's not weird. Like it should, that should be the normal, Mm. but we've become so sedentary that that has become obsessive. If you go to the gym every day, which is so so ridiculous. Like that should just be normal human behavior. And from I will say to to help those that are only training around that two to two to three times a week at the moment in goal reviews often people that are training two to three times are so scared to up the amount of sessions to five to six because they're already so sore and what I'd usually say to those people and I'll say this to you if you're listening and and currently in that boat is when you go from two sessions a week go to three sessions for a couple of weeks, then go to four sessions for a couple of weeks, 
But the thing that you need to change as well is the amount of effort you put in. If you're putting in 100% effort at the moment on those two sessions and you're so sore, you need to pull your effort back and focus more on coming. But think more around 60 to 70% effort when you're in the gym while you're increasing. And that's going to take a couple of months for that to feel good. Um, And then you start pushing, you know, two to three of those five sessions a week. You can't go 100% off the bat. Otherwise, Mm. you will be absolutely trash and feel like shit. So it's more about showing up consistently rather than putting in a million percent when you're here. Yes, I totally agree. And then when you're here, making sure that you're doing the basics really, really, really well. It's like focus on being here and then moving the best you absolutely can rather than being here and just doing whatever because you're here yeah if you want long-term results the time that you're here needs to be spent really really well yeah and yeah movement quality is far more important it's like we had a couple of girls that did extras after class today they both could have had 40 to 45 kilos on the bar for shoulder to overhead and they pulled back to what 30 and 35 something like that just to focus on their movement quality as when they caught each shoulder to overhead their elbows weren't weren't in optimal positions for um, that movement. They could go heavier, but what's the point if it's not going to be beneficial for their long-term? Like we, we want to do this stuff forever. Mm. And what's the point just trying to race through it or go as heavy as you can if you're not moving optimally? Yeah, and it's like it's so much more appealing to sell someone like a six-week, like yeah, get fit now or like a supplement that's going to help you lose weight, you know, it's that's so much more appealing to us as humans as well because we want results yesterday. Yeah. But this stuff over time is going to get you to where you want to be and hopefully keep you there forever. Yeah, I remember even as a trainer, I remember not looking forward to working out. I remember loving the days I didn't work out. I remember that. I mean, I know Weird. what it, you've never been like that. <laughs> I don't think so. I remember it being a chore. Yeah, okay. I remember not enjoying it. I remember just having to get it done, like another box to tick. Mm. I remember feeling that way even when I was a trainer. And then I also remember when that switch to actually enjoying it and looking forward to training. It can happen and it can happen for everyone, but you have you have to push through. And it would be really interesting. I know a lot of people here look forward to training because of the community that's involved, the good old C word. I know that people look forward to coming and seeing people and having a chat. I know it's so much more than just the workout, but it it would not surprise me if over 50, 60% of our members didn't actually look forward to the workouts. Mm. It would not surprise me if that was the case. But those 50 to 60% probably don't train every day as well. Yeah, I feel like it's just one of those things, the more you do, the more you want to do it. Yep, absolutely. You just have to like suck it up for like four weeks or six yeah. weeks maybe and just yeah. like force yourself. For me, it was even even in CrossFit, I remember not like weird. I like I, I looked, there's probably the community aspect mm. I looked forward to first and then I started to look forward to the training. But yeah, I really remember. And then I was like so thankful that it was over and I didn't have to think about it until the next day. Yeah. So I know what it's like, but you, you can. And it, now... I've been doing it for so long. Now it's like, I don't even like, oh, I can't wait. to. It's not like I look forward to it and can't wait. It just is a part of who I am now. Mm. And it is just what I do. what you do. 
So I think people just need to work until they get to that point. It's just like it's just a part of who you are. It's mm-hmm. a part of your identity. It's a part of what what you fill your day with. Yeah, and not if, fill your day. It's a part of your it's day. A part of your day. <laughs> but it's like if you want results, that's who you need to become. Yeah, as a person. Yeah, and I love the the things that we, um, Becky's been sharing on our social media lately on Contessa. Um, it's a lot of the like life is uncomfortable. Mm. So if you do this stuff, your life's going to be better because you're more prepared for the uncomfortable things that pop up in life. And that's one thing I love about it so much is it's so it's so uncomfortable and it's difficult. And the fitter you get, the harder it gets because the more mental capacity you have to push more. And it is, it's sometimes really not fun. Today's workout, rowing and burpees, fuck, <laughs> that was terrible. Not fun. Um, but it makes you stronger and be able to deal with more things that More pop up stuff. in life yeah absolutely so five to six days a week yep. <laughs> and then when you're here do quality it, do it really really well yeah mm. um and if anyone's struggling to get here that much send us a message let us help you yeah man because i'd love to see your face more yeah um next one eat your damn vegetables yeah not fun no, nah, you like veggies. I fucking fun, love veggies. Fun for you. I don't. I've really realized lately. I just, well, I've always known. I eat vegetables because they're good for me, mm. not because I like them. Mm. Whereas you would eat vegetables because you actually enjoy them. You'd be like, oh, I'll get that Broccoli. vegetable. Yeah. yeah fucking sicko. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I eat vegetables because, basically because I have to, because I know it's good for me mm-hmm. and I know it's the right thing to do. Um, and I'm working at the moment. I'm currently eating more vegetables and more fruit i don't know i don't know if it's like from a kid thing like eat a piece of fruit mm. like fuck you donna <laughs> i want no damn apple <laughs> give me a chocolate we bar. only had shit fruit as kids as well like sh- uh, apples and oranges i don't want to eat that yeah i want to eat like pineapple and it's, yeah, cherries but, and i'm the same with reading like i read because it's good for me <laughs> You don't like it. I feel like it's, I don't know, like <laughs> eating fruit and vegetables and reading books is like, I don't like that stuff because mm. it's like good for me. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm rebelling against it still. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, eating, yeah, eat your vegetables. What, elaborate, Candice, why do we have to eat vegetables? Well, there's lots of reasons, but as a as a gym, we have done um, the 800 gram challenge a couple of times. So there's a really, really amazing nutritionist in the States called EC Sinkowski. And she used to work for CrossFit back in, back in the day. And she has a company now called optimize me nutrition. And, um, I just have always loved her stuff and you have as well. And she has this thing called the 800 gram challenge, which is based on a really, really big study that was done lots and lots of years ago, which basically said people who ate, 800 grams or more of fruit and veg a day had better health outcomes long-term. So they died less of chronic disease, basically. By 30%. By 30%. So massive difference. And we are constantly sold all of these quick fix, weight loss, health, supplement, fix your hormone, shit, shit, shit. Just eat your fucking vegetables. I can guarantee that most people are not eating even half of that 800 grams per day. And I think... I would bet my house on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be pretty comfortable with that. Yeah, I think so as well. I thought because I'm currently actually measuring measuring it, I've never really measured it, and I thought I ate a lot more than I did mm. um, in terms of grams of fruit and vegetables a day. Um, I'm only on like day four or five now of it. 
and is it it's, a struggle to hit it? No, not now. Not now. The yeah. first two days, I was like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> who am I? Yeah. <laughs> Capping out at four to five hundred grams? Damn!" Um, but now it's fine. Um, but yeah, I think, like you said, a lot of people are, are sold the quick fix, um, and like even oh, even like bananas are bad. There's too many carbohydrates yeah, in bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. No one got fat oh. off eating fruit and veggies. No one. No one ever. And, I, and it's the thing, um, do you remember like the diets? I've never done it, obviously, but the, like the potato diet. Yeah. Like they do those kinds of things because you can't overeat. Like your brain knows that it's time to stop because you don't you want, don't want anymore. anymore. It's the same thing. You, you pretty much can't do that with fruit and vegetables mm. because your, your brain knows when to stop. It's the shit like that's really um high calorie highly processed Mm -hmm. stuff that you can just keep going back for yeah um ec posts a lot on um instagram of like the like the same amount of weight like the weight like calorie comparison calorie comparisons of like the same amount of weight even in like dried fruit Mm -hmm. versus like not dried um and yeah it's wild you can see how people can gain weight so quickly so quickly or not be able to lose it and they think that they're doing the right thing by eating something that's dried fruit because yeah. it's still fruit right there's one i eat one of hers i use in nutrition all the time it's a picture of on the left side it's a picture of a brownie which is 550 calories just like a piece of brownie and on the right hand side of the picture is i think it's 1.2 kilos of fruit which is the mm-hmm. same amount of calories like you can't eat that much fruit in it like good luck to you if you do yeah but yeah it's wild and people are just not doing the simple stuff yeah well to try and get healthier or lose weight or whatever it is yeah and yeah she talks a lot about and i'm sure you do in nutrition coaching too is is like it's it's high volume so you're chewing more you're filling up your belly full of this fruit and vegetables so it makes you feel Mm -hmm. more full with eating far less calories but you've got way more food volume inside of Mm -hmm. you and you're like less likely then to reach for like that mid-afternoon chocolate that you would normally have because you are full yeah but even my first couple of days eating that much, I was like, well, this is too much food. Mm. It's not. Mm. It's not enough calories to be too just much food. Volume. Yeah. It just mm. feels like you're eating a lot. Um, but yeah, I would say already I would say I'm enjoying fruit and vegetables more. Excellent. Which is really interesting. Um, but you've got me on a cherries. I really like cherries now. Well, they're about to go out of season, so I'm so oh, sorry. Really? Yeah. I'm not very, I don't even understand seasons yet. I don't yeah. know what's I think good. cherries only have like... It's all like the berries. Less than 100 days. Oh, really? Of the whole year? Yeah. It's Christmas time. And then berries are winter. So you've got got a little gap now that you've got to figure it out. So what happens here? You just have to find something else. Apples and oranges? Yeah, back to year round. (laughs) (laughs) Year round shit. (laughs) Um, And then with that, we compare protein as well, which we talk about all the time. But yeah, if you want to get fitter, healthier, stronger, lose weight, whatever it is, you probably need to eat more fruit and veggies and you probably need to eat more protein not do all the other things that we're constantly being sold on social media. It's pretty much irregardless of your goals. You need more fruit and mm-hmm. vegetables. You need more protein. Probably, yes. <laughs> With that, we can also pair water. Probably need to drink more water. Yeah. Don't need. Do you, have, do you find you have to talk to nutrition clients about drinking water more? I uh, I feel like people who train here are pretty good, to yeah. be honest. Like most people are saying they're drinking like two liters plus a day yeah. in summer, which is good. Um, yeah, so I've not found anyone to be... Oh, maybe, yeah, I can think of one person on top of my head. Mm. Um, but I think 
like life, the way that we live now has made it easy. Like big drink bottles are everywhere. People are just like, just buy one of those and make sure you drink one or two a day. Yeah. I just find it's a bit more convenient now. Yeah. And for all us, all us precious people that like cold water. Yes. They can, buy, you can buy the fancy ones <laughs> that keep it cold. Yeah. And then things like the element salts, I find are a good way. Like me, I'm not a great water drinker, but I find when I've got those that I will drink more because it tastes better. Yeah. And like I look forward to drinking that. So. Yeah just a, another way to get it all in i guess yeah and your body's pretty good at telling you when you're thirsty yeah. and like you know when you're real thirsty you just scull it you and you can't, can't you stop? can't get not thirsty yeah. after yeah. that yeah <laughs> um another one on our list which is kind of indirectly related to all of this um fix your relationships and stress levels mm. Mm. definitely above our pay grade in, t- yes. <laughs> in terms of um um, we, obviously we don't get into the like super nitty gritty and tell you to leave, leave your husband or whatever. Um, but it's so powerful in terms of like the impact it has on your life, stress and relationships. And they, if you find that you have someone, whether it be a friend or a significant other and they, and you are so stressed and you're fighting all the time and, there's nothing good coming out of it. That impact that it has over the rest of your life is fucking huge. huge. Yeah. So you're better off having the short-term, uncomfortable, tough conversation with that person, whether it be we need to spend some time apart or we need to see a therapist together or I need to do some work on myself, whatever it is having the short-term conversation so you can figure some stuff out and they can figure some stuff out um because yeah you're really, like i really believe you are the that saying like the five people yeah you, some of the around, five people yeah, yeah that you're around the most and yeah it's like if you leave if you have like um a coffee date with a friend and you leave and you feel worse than when you got there it's probably not a good relationship to mm-hmm. be in you don't want to ever leave um even even if you know they're going through some things like it shouldn't leave you feeling lower than when you got there yeah yeah and it just like you said it just becomes part of your whole person like if you're stressed and not feeling good about yourself you're more likely to be eating shit food and not showing up to the gym or if you're here you're not putting in effort because you're sad like it just becomes this big circle big cycle of stuff so making sure that when you're looking to make a change, you're changing everything holistically and like attacking it from all of the angles. I find people that are more stressed spend more time doom scrolling as well. Doom scrolling social media because they're, they're looking for that dopamine hit, that escape from life. So a lot of um, parents that are, you know, have a terrible age child (laughs) um, and they wait for them to go to bed and then they're doom scrolling as they're, um that that's my time that's when i that's when i get time to relax and i know it feels so good but that's that in itself doing that right before bed it's not good for your sleep it's not good for um your relationship like sitting beside each other doom scrolling Mm. um and it's yeah the the hit it gives you is not something that's good for your long-term health either yeah for sure for show sleep 
Speaking of sleep. Speaking of. Seven to nine hours every night. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another one like, yeah, if you are struggling with your health, with your fitness, with your weight, whatever, and you're not already looking at your sleep, you should be. Yeah. It's so important. It's like the most important. Yeah. Um, there's a couple you've, this has come up, I know, in a couple of goal reviews over the last few months. What have you been telling people? Well, the biggest thing I've found, um, and it's because I implemented this myself, the biggest thing I find when people struggle with sleep is they the, – the thing I ask them, I go, do you have your phone next to your bed? Yes. Um, do you use your phone in bed? Yeah, you know, right before I go to sleep. Yeah. The thing that I did – and I'm not even that bad before bed on my phone. But the thing that I did is um, when I go to my room to go to sleep, I moved my phone charger to the other side of my room so my phone is no longer beside my bed. So when I'm in bed, I cannot have my phone. Mm -hmm. So a very simple rule that I have is I do not have my phone in bed. Have you been able to stick to it? Yeah, that's good. Yep. So I turn my little sleep sounds on, turn my alarm on if I need it. um, And then it's over the other side of the room. And then I go to bed and then I don't get back up. It just sucks because sometimes when you're in the dark and like your brain can work a little bit better when you have less going on mm. so sometimes i think of a lot of things as i'm going to sleep and i'll be like oh i gotta write that down fuck my phone's over there <laughs> so i might have to get a little notepad beside yeah, my bed or something um because yeah a lot of the time i'll be like oh i've gotta fucking do that and yeah it, it's not unlike me to write notes in my phone mm. when i'm like going to sleep so yeah i might have to get a little notepad instead yeah that's the but I've not gotten up because I'm too lazy <laughs> once I'm in bed I'm like <laughs> I'm not it. getting I'm up yeah <laughs> yeah and I think if you're struggling with sleep looking at your phone usage is excellent yeah setting a couple of things I get nutrition clients to do set yourself an alarm for your like going to start getting ready for bed so oh, you don't nice get stuck one. on the couch so yeah. if you know it takes you half an hour to like have a shower do your skincare you know whatever it is before you go to bed make sure you're doing that half an hour before you need to be in bed yep. and then know that it takes you about half an hour probably to get to sleep. Yep. So you need to kind of count backwards however long that's all going to take you to be asleep at nine, for example. Yeah. So it might mean that your alarm goes off at 7.45 and I'm like, sorry, but that's the end of your yeah. free time. And then you're like winding down to go to bed if you want to be vigilant with that sleep routine. Love it. And you should want to be if you want to just in general improve your health. Yeah. If you want your health to be improved and you want to live longer and happier and have more quality of life and freedom and all the rest of the things, then sleep should should be an aspect that you want to improve on or, you know, keep getting better with. Mm -hmm. Um, My alarm is Callie, Callie's bedtime. So she goes to bed at 7.30. So I say goodnight to her. And then I go for a shower. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I've finished my whole thing, I'm in bed reading. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I try to be in bed between 8 and 8.30. Yep. So, yeah, I usually shower way earlier than that. And then it's just like brush my teeth, have a stretch if I need one, read my book. Yeah. Mm. Love it. Mm, 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 mm. Yes. Doesn't work every night. No. It's like, and, and that's the thing though. Like all this stuff we mentioned, no one's perfect. No. But if you're trying to do it and you can consistently hit, what, 70 to 80% of the time. That's awesome. That's great. Better than 0% of the time. Yeah. And when you don't hit it, don't get down on yourself. Just try again tomorrow. But if you can consistently hit it 70 to 80% of the week, I don't know how many days that is, probably four to five. Yeah. 
ish. Um, which I probably do because on Saturday nights it's my naughty night. I have a Coke Zero and stay up and watch a movie. Maybe a little ice cream. <laughs> what a life. Yeah, a loser. Um, yeah, so if you can do it. <laughs> That's so funny because it's the night I like go to bed super early so I can read for longer. <laughs> like to just don't come in yet. <laughs> don't come to bed until nine. <laughs> I get so tight. Oh my God. I have to tell you something about reading. Okay. So, you know that I only kind of really read like, for lack of a better term, self-help books. Yes. Like I only really read all of like the imp- life improvement uh-huh. stuff, coach improvement stuff. I was like, you know what? I'm going, I'm going for it. What's it called? Nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so proud. Did you read a book? Dude, I can't. Oh. Okay, so I started, I downloaded it. (laughs) No, you will be. I downloaded um, the full series of The Hunger Games and I've been reading The Hunger Games and it's so good. It's so good. I'm really enjoying it. And I said to Jordo on our family walk the other day, I said, I get it. I finally get when people say the book's better than the movie because they can explain so much more about like what's happening in Mm -hmm. that character's mind, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I, I was so into it and I was reading and I probably read for like, 30 to 40 minutes, which is a long time for me. Like I'm like 10 and 10 minutes and done. I'm mm. asleep, but I was into it. But then going to sleep, I was having fucking nightmares <laughs> about the fucking Hunger Games. <laughs> I was like, and I was like thinking in like words. Yeah. Like as I was going to sleep, I was like dreaming in words. I don't like it. So no longer can I re- – like I'll read it'll that. Get, it'll get better. No, it won't. <laughs> it definitely will. <laughs> I just – I was having nightmares. Will the nightmares get better? Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah, it's just new. Well, I stopped <laughs> reading The Hunger Games <laughs> just before bed. So yeah. I – if I'm going to read The Hunger Games, I have to have like daytime. a daytime okay. read. And then I go back to my self-help books before I go to sleep. And then I dream in getting better as a person. It was very funny. And then Jordan and I were talking about it because he, he'll like read like true crime and stuff. Mm. I would be walking around with the biggest eyes all the time and just so full of fear if yeah. I actually read that. Hunger Games isn't even scary. And I made it a nightmare. I think it's a little scary. Like it's oh, a you bit, think so? Yeah. A bit gruesome. Yeah. A bit detailed, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was... Yeah, we'll see. I'm proud of you, Free. I've been looking for a book friend for a long time. I've been forced. I've just been like, download this, download this, read this. You should read this. You should read this. Well, yes, that's my little side note about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. I might try again. Okay, I might try on the weekend, yeah. on a Saturday yeah. night, my naughty night. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what were we talking about? Sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a really good podcast. It's a couple of years old now. Joe Rogan and Matthew Walker. So It goes good. for like three and a half hours. Very science-based. Oh, but man. Big words. If you need more convincing about sleep, you should go and listen to that or read Matthew Walker's book. Yeah. Very great. Um, I will say for the shift workers, don't. Yes, don't do it. Don't do it. Because it's not going to help you in your life. Yeah. It's just going to make you real sad that you don't get the same quality sleep <laughs> yeah. as everyone else. So if you're a shift worker, do not listen to the pod- <laughs> that podcast. <laughs> but in saying that, for the shift workers, we know that you it's difficult for you to find the same routine as everyone else. But doesn't mean you still can't work and get better from where you currently are to yeah, get better just sleep. doing whatever you can to Im- improve yeah, your situation. Absolutely. Which is not ideal, but yeah. doing the best you can. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then last on my list is mobility. Oh yeah. Because 
you want to get better in here. If you're more mobile, you're probably going to move better. Yeah. Things will be easier. I think about that every time I coach, like, oh, like I know Gracie's 15. She's young and, but she's very flexible and very mobile. And when I was coaching the other day and she was doing wall walks, mm. like watching her wall walks, because she has such an excellent overhead position, she's got a really flexible and mobile spine like Mm -hmm. her upper back is so it can move so well and her shoulder it is like nothing and I said to her in the stretch in the cool down I said are they difficult for you like does it get when you're tired she's like like no like it's just my breathing gets tired like she doesn't feel like her muscles don't get tired and it's just ideal position she can get herself into I know that that's for those of you who know Gracie and come to this gym we're never going to be as flexible as Gracie in those Our positions. Time has gone. Yeah. Um, but doesn't mean you can't improve it. Yeah. Even today, you look at burpees. Yeah. If you can jump in, you have better hip, lower back, ankle, knee, all of those things. If you're more mobile in those positions, your burpees are going to be easier. You'll yeah. be able to do more of them. So be using less energy to do the same movement, which means yeah. you can do more in over time, essentially. It's a highly underrated Yes. Part of CrossFit is flexibility and, and mobility. And we know like mobility long-term, people who can get up off the floor into their old age suffer from less problems. Yeah. So get mobile. Yeah. We, we have. GoWod. GoWod. Download GoWod. Yes. And we have a discount for our members. Mm. So message us before you download it. Yeah. Do they, do they email you? Yeah, they can. Yep. Email you to get the link, I think. Yep. Yes. And then you get a little discount from GoWod from us, which is very cool. Mm. And every day there is a mobility protocol based on the workout of the day. So we go in and put in all of the movements and then GoWod makes up a little routine so you can prep for it or recover from it, Mm. which is really cool. And it sounds like we're working for GoWod here, but (laughs) you can you can choose from eight 12 22 minutes yeah so if you're short of time oh they've even got a turbo one now which is like three to five minutes so it's better than nothing and that's the thing like i think a lot of people go oh there's no point doing it three minutes but if you were to do three minutes every single day every time you come to the gym that's 15 more minutes than you would do um all adds up yeah it all adds up Mm -hmm. do it that's a good one so the whole point of this was to say this podcast was they're the things you should be focusing your time energy money resources on say them all as words just um, one more time showing up five to six days per week eat vegetables eat protein drink more water look at your relationships and stress levels sleep and mobility there's a few things there yeah they're the things that are going to dictate 98 percent of your results they're the they're the prime movers they're the things that you need to be worrying about the things you absolutely do not need to worry about saunas no ice baths no supplements no they are the things that social media sells us athletes sell us because that's what they use because they have to they have to (laughs) if they want to get paid that's what they have to sell us they make money athletes don't have jobs they make money from commission from things that they sell to us and they use these things because they are doing the above things really fucking well and they have been for years so these little one percent things are making a difference for them they are not going to make a difference for you unless unless you are doing the things above yeah which i can guarantee just about nobody is because we don't have time yeah so 
stop wasting your money. Stop wasting your time. Do the basics well. Like if you're spending, let's say you have a sauna membership, for example, and you're spending 20 to 30 minutes in that thing three times a week. So let's just say from getting there, driving, blah, 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 you're spending um, 60 to 90 minutes of sauna each week, but you have issue with um, organization and food preparation you're better off spending that time getting on top of your nutrition mm-hmm. than spending that time in the sauna. You will get more bang for your – we're not saying the sauna is bad for you. We're not saying no, it's a it's waste great. of time. It's really good for you. But if you're not hitting those that those other things, then there's there's no point spending your time yep. doing that. It's just they're, the e- they're easy things because they're passive, yeah? Like sexy. We don't, like sexy. Like you look good on Instagram. <laughs> but like – you, you sit in a sauna and you don't do anything else. Yeah. Like it's passive. Yeah. Going and making a meal plan for the week and going shopping and prepping food is boring. Yeah. And takes time mm. and organization and effort. So our brain's always going to want to do the easy thing and try to convince us that that's the thing that we really need to be doing. But it really is not. And Sarah Sigmund's daughter did it. So obviously it's going to work for me too. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, that's, yeah. And then the, the supplements, um, same sort of thing. Like don't. Don't don't complain that food's expensive, but then spend all your money on supplements. Pre-workout. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and there are some things that some people will benefit from, like protein powder is one of them. Creatine is another, but I still think you should be spending your time and money, like if it comes down to it, on food. Yeah. And then use that as literally supplementation. Yeah. It's an extra, yep. not a replacement for. Absolutely. And anything outside of those things is probably not worth your time and money. No. Hmm. so sorry to crush everyone's dreams today soul and dreams um but if you remember that comes to this gym and you want to talk and discuss um how you can get better at any of all of the any or all of those things book in for a goal review and then i will either send you candace's way for some nutrition chatting or i will give you some um tips and advice on how to get better at one or all of those things Mm -hmm. so book in goal reviews are free you get one every three months and just remember nothing changes if nothing changes if this year you're like i want to achieve this thing but you're not going to do anything about actually changing you're not going to get there and change is uncomfortable but you need to make the decision to be uncomfortable for a little while to get the things that you want and like our bodies want us to be comfortable our brains are like you know what? Don't do that. Yeah. That's that hurts. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to yeah, you should feel challenged most of the time mm-hmm. in yeah. If you <laughs> if you lay on the couch and scroll, doom scroll, that's not going to help you towards anything. Mm-hmm. Except buy more shit off Instagram probably. That will be not helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not helpful <laughs> for your life. <laughs> well, I really feel like we um, <sighs> rained on everyone's parade, yeah, but I feel good sorry. about it. Me too. Yeah. Hopefully that helps some people. Just put into perspective um, the importance of the the necessary things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get better. It was never this hard. I blame social media for all of it. It was yeah. it was never this hard before. And it's like like we said before, it's a means to an end for other people. Like it's no one's fault, but athletes need to make a living because they're not working. So yeah. they need to sell stuff. They need people to buy the stuff they're selling so they can make an income. So yeah. we are the target market for that. Yeah, it's not that they care about our recovery yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't care <laughs> they're just trying to fund 
themselves, which yeah. is fine, but we just need to be like, is it worth it? Yeah. Or am I being sold to? You're probably exactly. being sold to. If you're on Instagram, you're being sold yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, how many minutes was that? 43. That's pretty good. That's not bad. How many pillows rainbow. do you sleep with? I sleep with two. Same. Where you put yours? Well, I sleep naked. Mm-hmm. I sleep with... That was not necessary. <laughs> I, want it, I want you to have a visual. You need a visual. Okay. Go. She, her eyes are closed. Naked. <laughs> She's naked. One hand across my chest. Yes. The other hand across my stomach. Yes, you're a corpse. I'm a corpse on my yeah, back. Coffin. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm naked, so I'm not. <laughs> and because they dress up corpses in coffins. They do. Yeah. Well, if... Yeah. yeah. If you're, Would you like to be dressed up? I want to be burnt, girl. Yeah. Would Cre- you like clothes on for that? Cremate me. <laughs> uh, I think that would be weird. Yeah. Wouldn't that smell weird? I mean, it's going to smell weird anyway, to be honest. <laughs> this got dark. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever uh, it smells, no, I'm not going to go okay. there. Um, Naked. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on my back. I'm, b- <laughs> I'm on my back. <laughs> I'm on my back. And my second pillow is under my knees. Oh, really? Yeah. Supporting that lower back girl. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You're on your side. So I bet you. No, wait, I'll tell okay, you. Okay, okay. I know you. Okay. You're on your side. There's a specific configuration. Um, you're on your side. Yeah. The pillow is under your head. Your arm's under the pillow. Ooh, no. Damn it. Damn it. No, under the same pillow. And then the second pillow is between your knees. No. Damn it. Wrong. They're oh. like, like this, like a corner. Oh, you cuddle one, cuddle don't you? One. Yeah. You cuddle the second pillow. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That's weird. I even roll over with it. <laughs> like if I change sides, the pillow comes with me. <laughs> I've woken up a few times like in the middle of the roll. be like, wow. I Do really you not have one for your back? Love this pillow. You should put one under your knees <laughs> or between your knees. I don't find that comfortable. Have you tried? Yeah. Don't like it. No. Because I'm like, like almost on my belly. Like I'm on my side, but almost all the way over uh, on my belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With one leg up. No, I can't sleep like that. Too many predators. Like predators could come for your back. You know, stab mm. me in the back, mm. hit you in the head. I could. If I'm on my back, I can fight with my arms. Okay. Okay, mate. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> naked fighting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was good. Good to be back. Good, good. Uh, 2024. Fuck. New year, new me. <laughs> Time to hit it. Hopefully that helps some people. If it didn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll try again next week. We'll try again next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.